Welcome, everyone, to the Uppy and Stash podcast. I am your host, Uppy. With me tonight is Stash. Dash, how are you, my friend? I am doing fucking phenomenal tonight. Good, good. I'm doing great as well. Thank you for asking. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, let's, let's get into that before we get into the fun. What are you drinking? Well, you know, first of all, let's ask how you are doing. Because it feels like uh, you're having a tough time out there with all this uh, uh, wacky weather. How are you doing up there? No, Modesto's been fine. Like, we, we've kind of gotten the bare minimum of all the weather. Like, it, it's been near us, but it hasn't been us. Other than that one random day where we had the tornado warning. Other than then, uh, we've gotten some rain, but not like it, it, there's been no threat of flood to us. Um, no major wind blowing shit over. We're fine. We're fine up here in Modesto. How are you? Um, I'm ready for a, ch- a change in the weather. Yeah. Excuse the, the noise in the background. That is my heater. Uh, <laughs> because it's been rather fucking cold again. Right. Uh, let's see, what are we looking at down here? Um, it does say 56, but I feel like it's a little bit colder than that. Yeah, we're at 57. We, we had a high of like 68 today. Like, it was a nice day. Just, I did not... I'll put it this way. If I had a kitchen, I probably would have barbecued tonight. But yeah, um, Yeah. it's not as fun uh, hand washing your dishes in the bathroom sink. So um, (laughs) let me turn off the heater. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had a kitchen, it'd be nice. So I mean, this time next week. I mean, it won't be done. Like, it's going to take some time for the finality of the kitchen being done. Like, realistically, what's being done doesn't take a lot of labor. But the part that's going to take the longest is we got to get a new quote for granite, then get the money from insurance to pay for it. Oh, and then I got the non-renewal for my insurance um, last week. So I got to find a new homeowner, which is fine. I was going to break up with them anyways once I got the granite money. Like, Oh, I don't know who, like, I went through some cheap-ass broker, so it's like, you know, North America claims, whatever, I don't know, like, um, they're breaking up with us, which is fine, because, like... (laughs) Like, you're too expensive, bitch. Oh, yeah, I mean, minus the granite, we've already gotten, like, 20k out of them, um, so, so that'll be, but at least my contractor can do some things to where we can actually, like, use the kitchen, um, just we had like a two week delay and everything because my contractor was going through some health issues and on the same time, uh, we had COVID go through the house so we kind of lost two weeks of progress. Um, but it is what it is we're we're on the upswing so uh, can't complain too much. Hit this button, awesome. So uh, my beer tonight we went out to Contentment Brewing Company in Modesto last night. Um, we never go. It's not too far from our house. Like, we should go more often than we... We should. I mean, a brewery that close to home. But, uh, you know, just haven't. But we went last night. And it kind of sucks. We got there, like, around 6. And there was already, like, some, like, mad, like, DJ, like, blasting loud. Like, it's like, we're not... 
We come here to not go to a club. Like, it shouldn't be a club. But anyways, my beer tonight is from them. I've maybe done their beer once before on this podcast of all the podcasts we have done. Um, I have what's called. Its actual name is Downward Dog. Comes in at 5% alcohol by volume. And it is a strawberry and rhubarb Hefeweizen. Rhubarb. Mm. Never heard of rhubarb and beer before until now. Yeah. It's actually pretty sweet. Like, it has a very Swedish flavor, but very heavy on the rhubarb on the back end. But again, not a bad thing, because you know what? Growing up uh, in western Pennsylvania, uh, people grew rhubarb in their gardens. I grew up with rhubarb pies. That was awesome. Still kind of amazed that something that bitter could be so sweet in the end. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, highly recommend. If you happen to be in Modesto, give it a try. Because they don't can their shit. They don't distribute it. So, you'd have to. You can only get it on tap. Go there and go try it. So. Well, you know, you're doing a little more fancier shit than me. I um, usually <laughs> have been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking all day, but uh, had a nice little. Okay, so in downtown Riverside, there is a place called um, not a place. It's it's a uh, gastro hub of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's this area where you can walk in there, and there's ten different fucking two bars. There's two bars in there, and like six or seven different restaurants located in, inside of them and you can kind of grab your food and eat it um so it's actually really fucking cool on top of that there's a a cool little um uh, arcade on the side and then you can eat outside so we went over there and i had this nice little uh blonde um it was fucking delicious it was from san diego and it was actually pretty damn good um and then i also had a um it was a a sour which was fucking delicious, actually, as well. I think I would have gone to sour. Next time, mm. it was like this raspberry something sour, mm-hmm. and it was it was, it was, was on par of what we would have really liked nice. for sour. Yeah, it was really up there. Um, next time I go back, I, I think we said we're going to do a date night over there, yeah. uh, and I want to get that sour again. There's always a chance that maybe we make the whole – Labor Day weekend, the annual family reunion at Stash's house. Like, there's no reason for us not to. I, I think we should entertain just doing it because, I mean, it's a drive, yes, but it's fun. Like, two days, day and a half, almost, about two days of just chilling, sure. grilling, yeah. swimming, drinking. Like, honestly, it was some of the best times I had all of 2022 was uh, our little, uh, uh, not that, um, Labor Day trip. Yeah. So and I love cooking for you guys. When you guys come down here, I love cooking for yeah. you guys. So I have no problem at all. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it, especially when um, you know, little Uppy is all happy eating eating her food. Oh <laughs> so. well, I, I especially love it when she railroads you into watching a girly kids movie and then she doesn't even watch it when everyone else is like stuck watching. Yeah, I, I know. Listen, uh, <laughs> things we do for love. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> things we do for love, you just roll with it. She's she's the princess of the house. She's queen. Mm. Uh, whatever whatever she wants, she wants pancakes in the morning. Dang it, we fucking got pancakes in the morning. <laughs> hey, and then uh, smoked bacon. 
Smoked bacon. Smoked homemade bacon. Believe me, that was my greatest joy was watching you guys enjoy yeah, my homemade bacon. That was, that was great. Awesome. That was fucking great. She wants to play in the pool, we go play in the yep. pool. She wants it. Waffles, we go, we got waffles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever she wants, we, we're going to do it. So, nice. And it's a lot of fun. I love it. Brings, it brings a tear to my eye, you know? Um, all right. Well, the niceties are over because when we were, like, discussing what should we do tonight, um, we're circling back once again to, like, one of our longer-standing traditions. Um, we're going back to what grinds my gears. So we are bitching and moaning. I think we're definitely 40. Um yeah. Stash, you want me to go first with my? Fr- I got two gripes that I know of. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Yeah, you go first of the gripes. Cause, okay, because I'm gonna rant for a little. Well, well, let's see how long how long winded Uppy can get because I used to not talk as much, but I think now I've gotten better at talking. So we're about the nine minute mark, right? Um, so my first gripe. So I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I just put it up on uh, the interwebs today. Was my our uh, not in Arizona podcast uh, where we recorded the day I should have been in Arizona, but we had to cancel that trip because of COVID. So that morning, um, that Saturday, I had called like because I bought the insurance for the tickets through like Go Ready Insurance or whatever. And I call them, I set up a claim number, they say I give it seven to ten days, you'll get an email, blah, blah, blah. Um, they said something about documentation, I'm like, well, we're sick, we can't travel, like, what kind of, you know, I'm thinking, like, what kind of documentation could you even want, like. Yeah. Um, well, I called on Thursday, because I told them, I was like, hey, I called on the 25th of February, it said seven to ten business days, today's day nine, haven't heard shit, what's the dealio? I did not say that. That'd be, like, really old. But um, they said, well, what's your claim number? So I gave them my claim number <laughs> after they said, well, we're not open Saturdays. Don't know who the fuck you talked to. I was like, I called this number on a Saturday. Like, um, credit where credit's due, the whole intro to the message was completely different than it was two weeks ago. Um, so she restarted the claim. And she basically said, here, you know, like. Started again? Um, well, she sent me the email with all the stuff that they needed to file a claim. And she meant, I was like, well, what could I possibly provide for having gotten COVID? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to give you? It's like, well, you'll like need either a, what they want is either proof of a lab test, not a home test, like a positive lab test, or like you have to have like a physician fill out some paperwork, like, and I'm like, and on the phone, I'm talking with her. I'm like, how do I go back in time, like, two weeks for a doctor's note? How do I go back in time to do that? Like, I'm not going to a doctor and saying, I need you to fill this out. And I don't even have the, I'm like, trying to find on my desk where the paper is. Not that you, you know, not that the audience could see it. But I had it in my head, I'm like, all right, well, I kind of have an out here. So that Wednesday, I had to take um, my youngest stepson to the hospital. We mostly took him because we needed a doctor's note for school. <laughs> um, but he also had 103 degree fever. Um, so I had all of his paperwork from the hospital where it pretty much gave all the information they wanted. Like, yeah, here, here's the paperwork. It didn't print out as dark as it should have because my printer's out of black ink. But. It wants things like name of doctor, 
was patient treated by somebody else in case you have to go to a second doctor? Um, here's the funniest part. Uh, if the patient is a ticket holder, was the patient advised not to attend the event for which they're making a claim? Um, was the patient's condition life-threatening? Um, and then really at, asking for all of that. And then at the end, it says physician signature, date completed. But that's not enough. Oh, no, it gets deeper. Please provide authentication of physician signature i.e. physician stamp, physician credentialing information, letterhead of practice, or other form of authentication. So having the doctor fill it out isn't even enough. They want to prove that that doctor is a doctor. Um, so I, I'm prepared to have to be a dickhead over this. Like the, the underwriter of this insurance is Berkshire Hathaway, which does not leave, does not feel promising to me. Um, yeah. yeah. I want, like, I, I've progressed, like, especially with the career that I have now. I am kind of looking forward to having that conversation of telling them, like, look, I provided you the doctor summary of my son's visit where it gives you all that information. What does he have? He was instructed to stay home. for. It says on there, like, it's very clear as day that he was there on that Wednesday and he was told to stay home for five days. And when he does leave the house, wear a mask after that five days – where he was seen, and what time. Yeah. Like, did you really want... And, and I'm prepared to make this argument. It's like, what do you want from me, front gate ticket? Like, did you want yeah. me in that moment when my child has a 103-degree fever to stop and say, here, let me call front gate first. Maybe I need to have a, them. Maybe I need a form from them. Like, no. That does not go through your mind. It's like, get my kid well. Um... So I'm prepared to win in the end, but I'm prepared to have to make this stupid-ass argument to somebody and hope that the person on the other end of the phone is a parent to themselves. But I get they're an insurance company. It's no different than your homeowner's insurance. It's no different than your auto insurance. It's no different than your medical, medical insurance. Their only goal is to not have to pay any money for you. Yes. They're in the business of making money and not giving money. Yes. But fuck them because I know that I'm going to have to call back and make that argument with them and it's bullshit. Yes. Yes. They'll take your money, but they won't give you any money. No, they don't want to. No, they don't want to give you any money at all. Why? Because they're not in the business of giving money. No. Um, um, it's, it's like uh, it's such an impossible task to, to, to do these things now. Mm -hmm. um, this is why I don't even buy them anymore. I don't buy the the insurance because uh, we we did we we had the same thing happen where we didn't go uh, because whatever reason, right? And it was like, well, well, tell us why. Show us the receipt that you got pulled over, or show us you know the yeah. the you know the AAA tow truck receipt and do this and do that. And it's like, <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> it's so easy to buy because it sounds so good, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I got I got ticket insurance. It's okay. You know, I'm going to get my money back. I'm almost like, fuck it. I'd rather lose the $230 watch. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. fucking watch at the end of the day yeah. than having to deal with all of that. But, well, fuck you. All right, fine. 230 bucks. Fine. Yeah, I lose it. I lose it, right? I'm fine. 
Well, because I wanted to deal with you. I mean, to some degree, in my case, it's not like it was. I mean, thank God I didn't buy VIP tickets. It was like, all told, we're talking three hundred and thirty dollars. But I had went out and I have since purchased over three hundred dollars worth of new concert tickets that I kind of need that money back to pay for the new concert tickets I bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, I'm sure you have some grapes. I want to hear them. <laughs> Look, I got a lot of grapes. <laughs> I've been, about my, my gears have been grinding for a while. So, uh, my, my, the one, one that I've added in, in, into it pri- prior to our pre-show is this. Um, I hate being micromanaged, right? That really grinds my gears. Being micromanaged is, like, for me, uh, absolutely... Um, the worst thing you can do. Mm. I can understand when you're new or you're first coming on board uh, that they kind of want to see what you're doing and wa- kind of watch you. I, I, I get that. Un- understandable, right? Because you want to kind of help them figure out, you know, how to, how to manage your day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't spend too much time on this, spend more time on that. But being as seasoned as I am, I, I, I can't do micromanaging. Um, and my job right now is grinding my gears on micromanaging. They want to know. So we have a lot of forms. It's government, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime that we leave for the day, we have to fill out a form. Anytime that we need to check out a car, we have to fill out two forms, right? And fill the form out after we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we get back at the end of the day, we have to fill out another form to say what we did all day. Oh, jeez. And then if we didn't fill out, if we didn't close anything, if we didn't if we didn't complete an investigation in essence, I have to fill out that form to say why I didn't complete an investigation that day. In detail. How many interviews I did, how many places I went. That's annoying. Approximately how long I was there for. Everything. I'm annoyed already. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> it's not my job, but I'm annoyed. <laughs> it drags my fucking gears. Because we have a job to do, but if you're, if I'm spending two hours of my day, one hour and one hour afterwards, just to tell you what I did all day, I don't get to do my job. I don't get to do my job, right? Because right. I'm worried about can, I'm, I'm worried about how I can make my time so efficient that I don't look like a fucking lazy ass. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, you're not lazy because it, you're dealing with human lives. You're dealing with human beings, right? right? It's it's not like you're working on a car, right? You're 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 not, you're not you're not working on a machinery where you go. Well, how many how many how many? Uh, for example, I fixed chainsaws, right? In the past, how many fucking chainsaws did you fix? Yeah, I fixed six, right? I I fixed six of them and moved them out of the way because they were easy. There were parts I got moved into it mm-hmm. to replace the parts and do that. They, these are it's, it's not like that in any way in my job, right? There's a lot of human emotion. There's a lot of human activity that's involved. Um, there's a lot of like things that don't happen as they should because I have to wait a day or two. Um, if they didn't sign paperwork, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really grinds me gears. I hate. Like I, I'm, I am on the cusp of of rather going back into into fucking Iraq and Vietnam than of of having it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know than staying where I'm at because I don't want to deal with that. Like I, I'd, I'd rather go back to the trenches. I can survive there. I, I know how to survive in the trenches over there. 
I can handle DV, sex abuse, meth moms, meth dads. I can handle physical abuse. You know what I mean? I can handle all that. That's fine. I'll deal with the chaos. But I don't want to have to fucking keep checking in every day because I don't want to be micromanaged. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what I down to. So, Understood. Like I said, not my job. That's I, I'm super annoyed as well. Uh, <laughs> my work, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. My work... Um, actually has a committee for redundant work. There's actually a redundant work committee. And because we're not good enough at doing our redundant work already, we have to be stuck with redundant work. Mm-hmm. Like basically said, hey, if everyone does all the redundant work, we'll take away some of the redundant work. But um, until then, you're stuck with the redundancy. Um, just like I'm expected to keep an updated like outlet counter, but I still have to send in the daily itinerary every day. Like, pick one. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> pick one. Pick one. Um, <laughs> all right. So my second grind my gears is kind of related to the first one. Um, I feel like companies and industries are still trying to make up for lost COVID money like COVID profit, like profits they lost due to the COVID pandemic. Because I feel pretty blessed that I won't state what I make, but it's definitely double what I used to. Um, And things like, I don't know, I was thinking about what if we flew somewhere for the weekend for my birthday in May? Somewhere like cheap, not like, hey, go to New York City, but like somewhere within a reasonable flight time to where if you flew Friday, it wouldn't seem like the biggest daunting thing to fly home late Sunday. That kind of thing. Like, you know, like a Phoenix, a Seattle, you know, San Diego, something within like a two hour flight time. Yeah. Um, You can't get anywhere cheaply anymore. Like most of the places I'm searching are places I'm fairly certain that like three years ago would have been like. 200 or less round trip. <laughs> now it's like 200 or more each way. Um, and then like, I don't know, I'm kind of getting a jonesing, jonesing to go back to Hawaii again, maybe for Mrs. Uppy's next birthday. Um, no, that ain't happening. I, I, I priced it out today and it would have been for flights, not even like a fancy flight. We're talking economy. Uh, not a fancy hotel. Not a fancy rental car. It was going to be like, I don't know, almost two grand a person. And I'm like, here's the, here's the thing. If you can get me there for like, you know, pre-COVID, um, that's probably a $400 per person round trip. Hotel, it's a, destination so you're gonna pay more right especially since this peak season um i want to stimulate the economy in multiple different ways i don't want to stimulate it by having to give it all to hawaiian airlines or alaskan airlines or you know the hotel i i also want to stimulate the economy when i get there um but at those prices no we're not going to hawaii next next january that's that's not happening maybe the next january after that We'll see. Um, but so, yeah, this is my overall gripe is how gen- g- generically everything is expensive. But I say that, but there's some things I've looked up recently that weren't as expensive as they were. Like, um, this is kind of going 
in the adverse direction of grinding, you know, bitching. But so one trip we're going to take in the fall. We're not until the NFL releases releases the schedule. We're not sure when it's going to happen. Uh, the Niners are playing in Cleveland next year. We're going to go, and I mean, as long as it's not like a December or January game, <laughs> we're hoping it's September, October. <laughs> um, fingers crossed. So the hope would be that we could fly out to Pennsylvania, go to a Penn State game on Saturday, drive to Cleveland, go to the Niners-Browns game, stay a day, come home. Um, which is going to require two separate one-way tickets because we'll probably more than likely fly into Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and then fly home from Cleveland. I was looking up, like, I, I was just kind of picking these random Thursdays in October just to kind of see where we're at right now because, again, I can't do anything about it until NFL re- releases the schedule in May. But, like, one-way tickets from, like, Sacramento or San Jose to, like, Harrisburg were, like, 200 bucks. And, like How much? Like, 200 Yeah, like, 230 is when it says, like, 230 And I'm like, yeah. that's not unreasonable. <laughs> Because if you double it, then we're talking like a $400, $450 round trip ticket, which is about what it kind of used to be. I mean, it's not going to be perfect. It's never going to be 2007 again when I could like fly to Erie or Cleveland or Pittsburgh for like 250 round trip. Those days are long gone, unfortunately. Uh, it happens to be long gone at the time when I can most afford them, of course. But um, that's just how these things work. But um, that's my second gripe, loosely related to my first gripe is it just grinds my gears just how expensive things are like i want to do stuff but i can't afford to do stuff or i can i just don't want to because it's more than i feel like it should be yeah yeah i i think that uh um travel's gotten so more expensive now that it's just it's 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 not even you're like i'd rather i'd rather stay home um, and watch the travel channel, um, and, and fucking, you know, watch other people vacation and drink, uh, because it's, it's, good. it's yeah. cheaper, it's easier. Um, <laughs> and I still get a little bit of the escape. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it fucking sucks. I uh, mean, um, I, I thankfully didn't lose my money in my plan to, like when we had to cancel our trip to Phoenix, uh, here's one complaint. Our round trip tickets from Sacramento to Phoenix, again, which is something where probably pre-COVID nineteen, we're getting round tri- round trip tickets for probably like one hundred fifty bucks a person. Uh, we spent a total of five hundred and twenty five, five hundred and thirty. Um, it took every bit of that to re. Thankfully, we're going to Vegas later this year uh, for the other for the one we were at Young Music Festival. It took every bit of that credit that we have at Southwest to rebook our flights from Sacramento to Vegas. Or sorry, not Sacramento. We're actually flying out of Fresno for that one. Um, we're gonna fly from Fresno to Las Vegas, which is a, an even shorter flight, and that costs like five hundred and forty dollars. Again, there was a time when like I searched for like flights for Mrs. Eppy to fly down to like Vegas from like San Francisco, and, and like a JetBlue ticket was like thirty five dollars. 35. 35. I rest my case. I know. What happened to those flights? Remember when South was be like, 
$40 flights to wherever you want to go, remember? Oh, yeah, but you're the only places you were, because you live in, you live near, you're like, you're close to the Ontario airport, right? Yeah. The only place you were getting for 40 bucks was either like Sacramento or like San Diego. <laughs> yeah, like, like you East were, LA. You, well, were well, going, yeah. you were going anywhere you wanted to go. You're like we'll, flying we'll like you, long. We'll give you a $40 flight to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, that's it. Drive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I could be there in an hour, but you listen, you you'll ride right in this national airport. Oh yeah, you'd be right there. You'd be right there. You know, forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, my thirty nine dollar flight was like go to fucking like John Wayne and Orange County. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, some random ass <laughs> fucking city. You'd be like, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll fly you to Duluth. You can do Duluth. I'm like, no, what the fuck's no, up Duluth, no, North Dakota? Like, what the fuck am I doing Duluth right now? You know, like fucking minus forty over there. So, yeah. So the other the other thing that really grinds my gears right now is that I have a backway that goes into 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 the main city over here, mm-hmm. but the fucking uh, uh, trucks, commercial trucks, so the eighteen wheelers, mm-hmm. right? They they take this backway, right? This backway and into there, um, and it's not all of them. It's not all of them. It's not like heavy, right? It's but enough to where I'm like, bitch, you know, you're fucking clogging up the lane because you can't fucking speed up fast enough mm-hmm. um, to, to, to get through the light and we're stuck behind you. That really grinds my gears. It's like, I get it. You want to get to the next spot. What will really help you at the end of the day is this. You need, you need a time frame to get there. You have so many hours, you know what I mean, to get there. Um, and that way you're not rushing, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, to always have to get another load. It's like, no, you got 45 hours to get there or whatever it is, right? 50 hours or 60 hours to get there. And that gives you enough of a nine hour or 10 hour night night to rest and, and breathe and then drive for another mm-hmm. eight or nine hours, right? So I, I, I hate it uh, because they're dicks, first of all. Um, they don't care. Uh, they don't move over um, mm-hmm. to the other lane when they need to mm-hmm. because we have one passing spot in this whole road and they don't move. They'll move over to the lane mm-hmm. um, and stay there, um, and which pisses me off. Like, I almost want to shoot, like, the fucking windows out of these trucks. Like, I'm getting to the point where, like, like I want to buy a BB gun and shoot the fucking <laughs> windows out to be like, bitch, if you don't get mm-hmm. off this fucking road, I'm going to kill you yeah. or I'm going to shoot your window out. Um, it sucks. It really does. Um, it doesn't help that Inland Empire is the is is the mecca of um, transit. So whenever anything comes off of the docks in Los Angeles, um, it gets sent here. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the distribution and warehousing, right? This is where it comes, and then this is where it goes, right? Right. This is it. This is where we're at. I'm I'm at the point where I'm I don't want to be here no more. I want to get out. <laughs> you know, I want out of this area. I don't want to, I, I don't want to be part of this uh, economy mm-hmm. that we got here. It sucks. I had COVID twice, um, and every time that there's a bad air quality day, bad. It has to say either good to bad. <clears throat> I feel it. I feel mm-hmm. it each time. I I wake up in the morning and I feel like I fucking smoked a cigar, but I didn't, I didn't do anything, mm-hmm. but except breathe the air that's around me. So that grinds my gears right there. That's a good grind. I mean, that, that's worthy. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you can always move up here. 
That's true. <laughs> I feel like air, what it is that the you... air moves where the air moves too. <laughs> I mean, our our air is probably as bad, if not worse. Like, but I feel like the skills in which you and Mrs. Stash have that what you do for income is transferable anywhere. So you. <laughs> And you just mentioned you have a mortgageless house. You could probably sell it and buy something up here, pay it all, pay it all off. Yep, and probably have a little bit left over for upgrades. Yeah, get two more rooms. Yeah, <laughs> right. Two more rooms that we need. Come be my neighbor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, that's good. You know, I love a good gripe session because I I have been full of them lately. It's nice to get to do that with you. Um, so. Uh, <clears throat> hey, we managed to fill up a good half hour just bitching away. I kind of like it. So, um, just for the audience, I, I always forget to mention it to all 20 some odd of you. Uh, make sure if you're like you're listening to us through like Apple iTunes or Spotify, make sure you leave a review. That way, more people can actually uh, find us. Um, I always forget to say stuff like that. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter. Uh, I think we technically have Instagram, although. I don't really, I mean, I feel like I'm the one who does all of our social media. Um, but if you just search up the Stash Podcast, you'll find us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, mostly on Twitter, you'll just find me antagonizing conservatives um, because they're stupid. And you can email us if that's your, if your preferred method of communication is email, you can email us at upbstashpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. You can tell us how great we are. Tell us how shitty we are. If you have like show ideas, email us your show ideas. Um, if you are interested in being a guest, let us know too, because uh, we now have the ability to start earlier than we normally do. We used to start really, really late. Stashing one of the days when we wouldn't even start until like ten thirty p.m. Yeah, when we were when we were busy working. Um, yeah, I really I gotta remember because now I'm like now I'm recording the podcast from my like home office. Which is my bedroom and home office, which has a baby monitor like hooked up to like little Uppy's room, and she's currently upset. I'm not sure if the recording caught her uh, crying. I th- I guess things on Roblox were not going well for her. Uh, <laughs> so maybe she has her own gears to grind. Uh, but with that said, Stash, uh, good to see you. Thank you, audience, for being here. We love you, long time. And until next week, Stash and I wish you all a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night.